Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from I Love Grug Crude from the True Off My Chest subreddit and says, Just found out my boyfriend of three and a half years has been calling me by his ex-girlfriend's name. So I, female 24, met my boyfriend, male 25, in college, where we pretty much immediately hit it off. We took the same course, and in the first week, he approached me while I was with some friends to compliment my hair. I'd gone pink for breast cancer awareness. We maintained a strong friendship for about a year before we eventually started dating, and we shared a lot of interests. I really liked a very specific subgenre of modern takes on classic literature. 10 Things I Hate About You, Clueless, etc. With one of my comfort movies being Romeo and Juliet. I know it's dumb, but it's silly and I love it. Anyway, so about six months into dating, we're lying in bed after a nice night and he's running his fingers through my hair and says, I love you so much, Juliet. I don't know. We watched the film together two nights ago and maybe I was dumb, but I really just interpreted it as a pet name. So I said, I love you too, Romeo. It picked up since then. Looking back, I should have known something was up. By the way, he apologized immediately. But for the next three years, I called him Nomeo, thinking we had a pair of cute couple's nicknames. It was a sweet little thing, and I even noticed my actual name had fizzled out with the use of Juliet, babe and baby taking its place, which I didn't mind at all. Well, two days ago, my boyfriend and I went to his brother's wedding, and I got to meet his ex while he split off to talk to his brother being as she was a family friend since his childhood, if I remember correctly. I introduced myself as if it was the first time, and and she did the same and told me her name was Juliet. I immediately put it together, but didn't want to stir a scene at the wedding, so I played it off. Don't get me wrong, she was such a sweetie, and we didn't even talk about him once, even though she knew we were dating, which I actually really appreciated. I confronted him about it later that night when we'd gotten home and he immediately admitted to getting my name mixed up with hers. Our names could not be more different, might I add, on that night and didn't know what to do when I misunderstood him and just went along with it. We've kissed and he's called me Juliet, made love and he's called me Juliet, gone out and he's called me Juliet. He's called me Juliet in front of my parents but I'm now just finding out he's been calling me by his ex's name. I feel sick and I'm seriously considering breaking up because I felt nothing but embarrassment since the other night. I just needed to get it off my chest. He says it doesn't matter since it's our nickname, but now the origin of it sticks in my mind and I don't know what to do about it. Now, I guess I can kind of understand it happening the first time and you said he was apologizing but didn't make it clear what he was apologizing for. But yeah, I can see it happening the first time and you apologize, really let him know what mistake you made and then you can move on it was just a mistake but the fact that this has continued for years by the sounds of it 
is really strange, especially all the scenarios you said in which he calls you this name. And the thing that's sticking in my mind, he must have known she was going to turn up to this wedding since she was a family friend since childhood. And there was a chance that you two were going to meet and introduce yourselves to one another and you were going to click what the hell was going on. I know it probably wouldn't have made it any better, but there was still the opportunity to come clean yourself about where the name came from. But in the comments, I just want to say it says, man, he could have easily recovered from this too. Like once you repeated Romeo a second time, he could have just confessed there was some less harmful BS like, not gonna lie, I didn't make the connection at the time because we were watching Romeo and Juliet and I was just caught up in the moment. But Juliet is actually one of my ex's names, so it feels kind of weird calling you Juliet. Comprehensive Pace says, this is a hard one. I don't think I could get past this, but I also understand humans are inherently dumb and I do get the fact that there may have been a slip up at first and he just went with your misunderstanding. But yeah, knowing it now is kind of ick. Also, the love story you have is now gross and you'll likely not want to keep doing it. So where does that leave you? I would have an honest and hard conversation about the trust and communication, see how that goes and hopefully keep moving forward and start a new story. If you're sure he's over her and it was just a slip up that he went with and isn't actually thinking about her, that might work and in time just be a funny story. But I understand it being something on your mind. Like I said, it's a hard one. Opinionated says, same thing happened to me many years ago, but I was the ex. My ex called his new girlfriend with my name frequently. Not because he still loved me, just a slip. My friends told me that she was jealous of me and do not like me because of this and my name is kind of unique and very different from hers. But they keep the relationship going for many years and eventually he quit calling my name. In this case, I think for the first time he slipped then you responded with Romeo. It was a new relationship so I guess he was afraid to confess it and played along. My question is, and it may sound awkward, how often did you call him Romeo and did he always call you Juliet? In his thought process, he could think that he should keep saying Juliet or it can get weird or it really turned out to be a pet name. People are dumb like this. If it was really sinister, he wouldn't invite you to the wedding nor let yourself introduce to his ex. Climate No says, oh girl, I personally would never recover from this. That's completely unacceptable. And the fact that he didn't tell you earlier is a huge red flag. Keep us updated on what you do because I'm invested now. And one more final comment from Bloody who says, I can understand perfectly how this got here. He effed up, you misinterpreted and saved it. He went along with it. I think what's really important is what he thinks when he says it. Is he thinking Juliet or is he thinking Juliet? It's been three years of him being with you, loving you, sharing a life with you. So I'd caution before deciding that the start of it ruins the tradition completely and the relationship. Decide on what the tradition has meant to you as a couple. Is the name important or the person behind it? If in his mind, the only Juliet is you as your person, Juliet, then old Juliet has no meaning. Put another way, what's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell just as sweet. My abusive ex shares the same first name as my brother. To me, I don't remember the ex at all when using my brother's name. The love I have for my brother is far stronger and gives more meaning. So then OP updates the post and says, Hi all, sorry, I just picked up my phone after a big day yesterday and I'm here to give an update and answer as many comments and questions as I can. I really didn't expect it to gain this much traction. So yesterday was really rough. I'd made the post just before dinner and soon after we had a long talk about it and promised we'd both tell the full truth. He said he was upset and hurt that I'd let something so minute affect a three-year-long pet name. 
I understood where he was coming from, but it really doesn't feel minute to me, which I made clear to him. I asked him why he didn't just immediately admit to it, or why he continued to call me Juliet. And he said he didn't want to be the bad guy. But the second and third time afterwards was him just testing to see how I'd react, which really, really stung to hear. I asked him how he'd feel if the roles were reversed, and he said he'd feel pretty crappy. I then asked him if he still had feelings for his ex-girlfriend, to which he admitted he did, but only in the same way that everyone does. Also, for those of you asking, I believe they dated for just under a year. I didn't want him to shell up, so I remained calm and asked him who he thought of when he said Juliet. He was quiet for a moment, but when he spoke up, he said, and I quote, I guess I was thinking about you both, but mostly you. And that was it. I broke down crying while he was apologizing and trying to take it back but I think I was too far gone to even think about it. Last night, he slept on the couch, and this morning I woke up very early to pack the essentials and left to stay with my parents until I can fully calm down. I wish I could say I was angry, but I'm honestly just sad. I always promised myself that I'd never let a relationship get to me, and that I'd recognize the red flags from having to watch friends go through relationship troubles, but I guess here I am. He sent me a message at around 8 asking where I was, and sent me one about an hour later, apologizing again. I don't know. I'm really trying to be mature about this whole thing, but between the sobbing voice messages he's sending, something I really never expected to hear from someone who really presented himself as stoic, and what he's done, I'm truly just fighting the urge to block him and throw my phone out the window. But yes, that's where we are now. I'll do my best to respond to all your comments in the best way I can, but I find reading through them to be quite relieving with many people giving me advice and support. I appreciate you all. Edit. Also, I thought I should mention for all of you who were confused. I used college as my sister said. That's what most of the world calls university. I started uni when I was just turning 20 as I'd taken a gap year to earn some money to rent out my own place. We met in my first year and had definitely not known each other for the six to seven years people are estimating. Oh, and I meant to say Nomeo instead of Romeo, but my phone kept auto-correcting. That's been edited in the original post though. And it just left me with like, how big of a hole can you keep digging for yourself here? The bit in the first post where he initially called her by that nickname, he could have recovered by that by apologizing straight away. He didn't. He continued it for the three years. And in the update, when they had this conversation and she asked him, who are you thinking about when you mention that name? He could have said, it was absolutely you. That name became important to me because of you. And that's why I wanted to continue to use it or something along those lines. I'm not sure if it would have made any difference or whatever. But he turned around and said, I'm thinking about you both. Holy moly moly. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. <laughs> and let's move on to another story. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
And our next story comes from the True Off My Chest subreddit with an update as well from Top File 1560 and says, getting cheated on and getting a divorce made me realize how much I was missing from life. I, 33 female, just wanted to share this with everyone who's going through a divorce or a heartbreak for a similar reason. I married someone who I loved with all my heart. We met in college and right after graduation, we got married. I decided to stay home because my husband, 34 male, made a lot of money. I gave him everything, supported his business, cooked for him, cleaned for him, basically babied him a lot because I was in love with him. I thought if I was a good wife and nurtured him, he would love me back. And for like five years, it was good. I discovered he was cheating on me when I found a random receipt from a hotel. I investigated a little and found out he was in fact cheating on me. And his affair partner was my best friend, Kylie, 31 female. I was betrayed by two of my closest people. Kylie gave me a vague excuse that she didn't want to hurt me, but she just fell in love with him. His excuse was, you do not make me feel special anymore. You've just got boring and let yourself go. I agree, I was a little chubby back then because of my medicines. Also, I was always tired to work out. I tried the path of reconciliation but failed. He left me for Kylie. This whole incident made me realize who are my real friends and who are my fake ones. There were people who are neutral but only two of them. Josh and Marie were on my side and cut off Kylie. I was really devastated. I felt like without him, I was a no one. I lost my husband, my best friend, my house, my life. I stayed with Marie for a while. She offered me a small job in her catering business. I love food. When I was married, I would make different variety of food for my ex-husband. Cooking was just very therapeutic to me. During that time, Marie's mom gave me some useful advice. That is, an average human lives for 75 years. You are already 27. Are you that stupid that you want to waste the rest of your life being sad over a man who never loved you? That thing really stuck with me. I have trust issues because of my husband's infidelity. I have trouble dating, so I skipped it for a while. I focused on working on myself. I socialized with a lot of people while I was catering and made a lot of connections. I always wanted to start a business of my own, and since I loved creating food, a customer I was catering for actually gave me an idea to start a baking business. My friends also helped me a lot. I built a pretty small yet successful baking business within a couple of years. I started to feel more of myself now that I am free. I didn't realize I had so much free time in my hands because I wasn't busy taking care of a large human. My house was clean. No one is putting dirty laundry on the floor. No one is telling me to make something else because they're not in the mood for a certain dish. Nobody puts dirty dishes on the sink. I started to embrace this solidarity. I know those things I mentioned are not something that is big, but it was a huge relief. Moreover, no one questions me whenever I go out. I don't have to answer anyone before going out. I can spontaneously go on long drives and I don't have to ask for permission. I learned a new language within my free time. I focus more on family and friends who genuinely love me. And getting dumped has made me see the red flags I missed in my marriages. I use that as a lesson to steer clear of any trash men in my life. I dated a few men, but they didn't seem nice to me. But it didn't bother me a lot. I'm happy being single and carefree. I see my divorce as a blessing to me rather than a curse. I do feel alone sometimes, but recently I got a call from Kylie saying that she regrets marrying my ex because he never appreciates her and always puts the burden of everything on her. They have two kids now, but my ex doesn't help with any chores. She is always tired and exhausted after taking care of two kids and an adult. 
It just made me realize that it would have been me if my husband didn't cheat on me with Kylie. I simply told her, well, you said you loved him, so here's your problem now. What's the point of coming to me? That B has the audacity to say she wanted a friend. I blocked their number. I don't want to be in their lives. Sometimes I feel like I miss my prime because I am now 33. It feels too old to start over. But I still have hope for love one day. I'm currently dating a guy who is also divorced like me because his wife cheated on him. So we'll see how that goes. And after that post, OP went to the r slash advice subreddit. There was a bit of a twist going on. So OP says in their title of their new post, and my ex-best friend who is married to my ex-husband hired me to make a cake for her son's birth. I, 33 female, am in a bit of a dilemma. You see, my ex-best friend, 31 female, had an affair with my ex-husband, 34 male, when we were married. Our friendship fell apart right over there. I didn't have any contact with her until a month ago. She called me and said she is not happy with her life. I've moved on with my life. I don't need their shenanigans. I run a small baking business and it is relatively new. I only take orders for cakes on occasions like birthdays, graduations, or reunions, except for weddings. I have some plans to expand it and also have a dream to open a bakery of my own one day. A few days ago, I get an order from my ex-best friend. She wanted me to make desserts for her son's first birthday and she doesn't just want me to make a birthday cake. She also wants a dessert section in the birthday party. It is a huge order and the pay is good. It will be good for my business, but as you can see, she and I have a history. This made me question, why does she want me to do it? My ex comes from a well-to-do family. He also has a high-paying job. She could easily hire the best baker in town. Why does she want me to do it? My business is not that big. It made me feel like she is trying to grab my attention or just trying to sabotage my business. Or maybe she wants to talk to me after I shunned her the last time. On the other hand, the businesswoman inside me says to take it. I know I can do it. The party is huge. There will be many people from affluent backgrounds. I can promote my business to those people. It will boost my revenue as well. I'm thinking if I just avoid her as much as possible, then it will be good. But I don't know. I'm stuck in between and I need some good advice. And there was a couple of comments given advice that OP replied to. So one of them says, take it. Make them the best cake you can. Show them that you're not bothered by either of them. The best payback is no payback. OP responds saying, hey, at least this way I will get some money considering I wasted my 20s on an ungrateful man-child. Someone says, I wonder if she is trying to annoy her husband. Just a thought. Maybe she is trying to do a good thing. Opie says, I talked to a friend of mine about it after I got the order. She is in the catering business too. She said that maybe my ex-best friend just wants to compensate for what she has done to me, like a charity. Next comment says, I don't think there is a strong case not to do it. As you say, the money is good, the opportunity is great. If you're serious about your business, you take those opportunities when they come. The alternative is wondering what might have been. If you don't take this order and that doesn't sound like you the question is how much contact to have with this person you could reach out speak on the day or just make the order and keep your distance that side of things is completely up to you the customer is always right about the product quality and service but you are fully in control of how you navigate the situation beyond the professional opie responds and says i do ask customers about the kind of cake they want so there is a lot of interaction I could ask her to only contact me through email if she has any reference cake or any inquiry and only physically contact if necessary. And for me, I'd have to come out of this from my point of view in like a previous business that I started when I left my market research company. I'd done sort of market research support, self-employed. 
And I know it doesn't really relate to this story, but I, I quickly found out that sometimes you do need to turn down business, even if your company is small or whatever. Sure, there were some great ideas for OP to, you know, only keep it through email or, you know, less contact as possible. But it just felt to me that this is only happening because she's trying to get in contact or, or something along those lines. And there's always the chance that she receives the cakes and then give you a negative review. And like you said, all these affluent people are there and they see that as well. It might not happen. She might be just trying to do good, but there's always that chance, isn't there? And it, for me, it wouldn't be something that I personally wouldn't want to risk. But you know, I'm not in your situation. I don't know your money situation. And in the end, I don't know your business. But a couple more comments. Atejay says, I don't think you should do it. You said there's a lot of interaction when planning the bake and you're likely to have to stay for the party. You might be over the ex and ex best friend, but there's some weird game going on here. And the idea of you having to be on display at their party while whatever the F they're planning at unravels around you while you're surrounded by your former in-laws sounds like nightmare fuel. I have a suspicion you're a pawn and no matter how professional you are, you'll be dragged into their drama. Taking the job in hopes you can get business from their friends will only work if your ex and ex-friend allow you to stay all business. Do you think that will really happen? Analogy Addict says, could you hire someone to be the face? Do all the baking, but hire someone else to attend and do the setup and breakdown. That way you can take their money without playing whatever they're trying to get. And it keeps a healthy boundary between you and them. Just charge a bit extra for the hire. And one more comment from 21st Century Janes who says, I suspect she's trying to find a way to get you to talk to her. And if she's paying you, she has something to hold over you. You won't be able to refuse her calls. I would stay the hell away from this woman. She sounds toxic and manipulative. Yes, it would be good for your business, but what kind of business do you want to have ultimately? One where you're put in a, a stressful, high drama situation in order to make money. There'll be other opportunities that will come without strings attached. Now, I'm going to turn it to you guys. What would you guys do in this situation? Would you take that business? Would you not take that business? Or do you have a different solution to the matter? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below as always. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully, I'm going to see you, the absolute cheeky so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Take care and much love. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.